So here we are with my first podcast. Um, I am with my co-host, Carrie. Good afternoon. (laughs) Or morning or whatever time you're listening to this. And my first guest has to be my mom. My mom is a former hairstylist. She's done hair forever. And she's also one of the funniest people ever. So, of course, she had to be my first guest. No pressure, Mom. You don't have to be. That's pressure right there. (laughs) You don't have to be funny. Um, Okay. So, having said that, all about the hair business, um, let's talk about what got you into doing hair to begin with. Why did you decide you wanted to do hair? Actually, I think it was because my two older sisters had gone to beauty school. Um, That kind of intrigued me. I liked the artistic end of it. Um, I I don't know. The beauty business, I like making people pretty. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Yeah. It's a very rewarding business. It is. You can impact somebody's self-esteem in a matter of like 10 minutes to half an hour, really. Um, How long have you done hair? I got my license in 1968. Uh, I've worked probably all of that except for maybe 10 years because I was in and out with pregnancies. And, but I think over, I had my, a shop in my home for 41 years. What was the name of your shop? First Impression. Very cute. Very How did you advertise when you were just in your own business trying to start off on your own? I made up business cards and uh, flyers, put some flyers out on windshields and in mailboxes, and a lot, basically it was word of mouth. So you recently retired. Yes, I s- stopped working two years ago. Um, my husband was ill, and it was just I needed to devote my time to him, and I wanted to be around him, and with the encouragement of my kids... I, they helped me decide to get rid of the guilt because I hated to leave any of my longtime clients in the lurch, but it was just time. So uh, do you miss it? I do at times. I miss the people. I miss the creativity of it, um, having a routine, but then not having a routine is nice too. Uh, yeah, I miss it. What don't you miss? The crazy clients. <laughs> the crazy clients. We all have them, and they make for interesting stories to tell. But sometimes I think people just don't even understand how incredibly odd our business is for what people will tell you and what they think is normal to ask of you. There's a lot of hidden things that people just never talk about. Well, I think that, you know, the hands-on, the the human touch brings out the beast in some people. (laughs) And also, and they also just relax and then they just get loose-lipped. And over the years, I've uh, been around people, uh, my clients have gone through marriages and divorces and births and uh, deaths. You You become part of their family, especially when I was working I had a clientele that were old school and came in every single week. And so you knew them. Every week you were all about them. You know, so it's not like the ones that just come in six to eight weeks. So, you know, you were their lifeline. 
Yeah. So having said that, when you did get close to retirement, you had a lot of older clients who maybe came and saw you once a week to get their hair styled and done, but that that was really the only reason why they left their house was to come and get their hair done. And then they would spend the rest of the time in, in their homes. So explain to me how that was the dynamic of an older clientele coming to you and um, maybe not, not they shouldn't be driving. Let's just say that. Oh my gosh. Well, my, my shop in the house was downstairs and you had to, there was a driveway that went around the back and they parked underneath a, a raised deck. And I had one particular client who uh, backed out of the driveway and out from underneath the deck, tore off her bumper. <laughs> and I had to have the guy that ma that built the deck had to have him come and kind of restructure what the damage that she had done. Another time she backed around and blew out my garage door. Um, she should not have been driving. She was 90. Well, uh, yeah, it was it was not a good thing. You know, you're just another woman left during the middle of a tornado siren. She, I can make it, you know, and I just worried about her all the way home thinking she's going to be caught up in the, a tornado, you know, just because she wanted to get home after getting her hair done. So, yeah, there's... Was that the same lady that hit the flagpole in the front of the house? The one that hit the garage, the garage door and the deck was the same one that hit the flagpole. She should not have been driving. Yeah, for years, apparently. Yes. Every appointment, she's costing your homeowner's insurance. <laughs> well, she had to cough up some bucks to do it, and plus the shame. <laughs> right. And there were times that some couldn't dress or get out of the driveway because of snow, too. There were plenty of times that you had to go out and help shovel and push cars to get them to go up the hill. Or, or drive up the hill for them. Just hop hop in the car and drive up and have them sit in the passenger seat. And Yeah. Yeah, multiple times I remember pushing from behind, and I thought, I don't know if this lady knows what she's doing. <laughs> What if she just lets go of the gas pedal and backs down over me? You know, it was it was kind of frightening at times. That probably made it a lot easier decision to retire than when you yes. were thinking about dealing with the upcoming winters and having to shovel and dealing with people that probably shouldn't be on the road anyway. It was probably for both of our benefits. Yes. So we're talking about hairstylists and their clients and the relationship there. Um, I don't think a lot of people, I mean, if you're a hairstylist and you're listening, you definitely know, but I don't think a lot of people realize how much we are involved in our clients' lives. And like you said, with you seeing people every week or so, but like what are other instances or occasions that you have been a part of in the past with your clients? I've been there, you know, maybe they came in, they didn't really need their hair done, but they needed somebody, a shoulder to cry on, perhaps. Um, but I've been there through births, deaths, spouses' deaths, illnesses, weddings. Um, I've gone to hospitals to care for people. I remember even putting, taking garbage bags with me and putting one over myself and the client and washing their hair in a shower at the hospital because they were feeling their husband requested that 
that would maybe give them a, a, a cheer them up somewhat. Um, yeah, you you become part therapist without and a friend and a friend mostly mostly. Right, because clients will they will unload. They'll tell you it's a vulnerable position for them, and you're catering to them, so they'll tell you what's going on, whether they're having troubles at home or troubles with their kids, or you know somebody's past or. They're just dealing with, they don't want to get together with their family for the holidays because maybe they don't all get along. They do come in and unload on you. So what was your way of dealing with that? How did you do deal with that without it bringing you down or um, making you sad? Um, alcohol was my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of our friends, I agree. But you become a confidant and... Um, I know even clients that we shared recipes, and there was one particular client, the same one that banged up my house, but she um, was uh, attuned to me because obviously I was telling her, you know, I was very busy. It was at holiday time, and I had a family upstairs, and so she brought in a casserole for me to, to make. All I had to do was throw it in the oven. You know, that it, I was very... Anything I did for them was very much reciprocated. You know, I had many good people, many close relationships, and I treasure that. So. Yeah, it makes for a lot of really good memories. And then there's the clients that stick out in different kinds of memories. So having said that, what are some of the crazy client stories that you have? Um, I'll go all the way back to beauty school, and I was very pregnant, like within three weeks of delivering. And one of my clients came to the desk and requested me. And when she got to the chair, the whole back end of her head was bloody. Oh. She had fallen down when she and her husband went out the night before. And she wanted me to clean it up, you know, clean up the mess. Well, being very pregnant, and it was hot. Um, yeah, that just about turned my stomach. I think the people at the desk must have hated me that day. But, yeah, I had to shampoo her hair. That's gently. disgusting. Gently, because she had an open wound on her head. What is wrong with people, for real? I don't know. I'm just going to go to the beauty school and see if they can handle this instead of me maybe going to the Emergicare or having a doctor look at it. I'll just get it shampooed out. I think she liked the drink, and I think that was probably part of her issue. God love that woman. Yeah, it was, so that was one. There was another time where one of my clients, the phone rang at 1 o'clock in the morning, sound asleep, and my client said, I'm going to be a little bit late for my 1 o'clock appointment. And <laughs> <laughs> she happened to be in a room where it had room-darkening shades and so forth, and she woke up in, and somehow thought that it was afternoon instead of the middle of the night, and she was, I Yes, I had some crazy, crazy <laughs> clients. So we've heard a lot of things that um, happen between you and some of your clients. What are some things that you wouldn't want your clients to know about your business? Um, the thing that sticks out that comes off the top of my head right now is I re vividly recall leaving one of my clients while she, her tent was processing I left her in the shop again because I had that liberty since I was having my own shop in my home. And I ran to pick up my kids at school while she was processing. <laughs> and 
I got to the school and I was waiting for them to come out and I got thinking, what did I just do? I left her there processing. What if I have an accident? What if these kids aren't coming? Uh, I was in such a state by the time I got home, I thought, I'll never do that again. I probably did, but, you know, it was panic time. That reminds me of the story that you told me about when you were perming your own hair and you had the timer in the bathroom and I went into the bathroom and I just put the timer to zero and you didn't know how long the perm had been on your hair. <laughs> that was, yeah, it was a guessing game, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, I remember that story. That's so funny. I, I had no idea you know, about the business then to know that that was critical for you to know how long that's been on your hair. Uh, any other home stories, things that happened in the house when uh, you were trying to conduct yourself like you're just running a normal business and then things are happening in the background? Well, I remember a time that our dog had gotten into a bag of boxes of decon that was sitting on the steps and I would frequently let the dog come down into the shop, and um, I realized that something wasn't right, so I called the vet and told him what had happened because the dog had eaten some of the decon. And they said I needed to get her to the, which was 17 miles away, I needed to get her to the vet immediately, immediately. Well, once again, I had somebody with tint processing on their <laughs> hair, so I just put her in the sink, rinsed her hair out, and left and she had to, and she came all the way from Rockport, wherever that was, Missouri. Yeah. So she had come a long way only to have to, uh, didn't get a haircut, had to dry her own hair. Yes, that was not pleasant, but I didn't know if my dog was going to die. It was, <laughs> it, it was, do I let my dog die or do I finish out this hairstyle? So she got the bad end of that deal. <laughs> and she still came back. Yeah, well, you were very loved as a stylist, and there were many people that were so devastated that you were going to retire. And then I acquired some of those clients. They started coming to me because they couldn't come to you, and they just, while I'm doing their hair, is your mom thinking about coming back? <laughs> it's like, what am I supposed to think about? <laughs> am I doing okay? Or, But yeah, yeah, mom, you've done my hair millions of times, and I've always loved everything that you've done. You're such a good stylist, such a talent, and such a good provider for your family and um, while maintaining a home and the cooking and the cleaning and the sewing and brownie troop leader. Like you did it all while working and doing hair and that was a huge juggling act. So thank you from me and thank you mom. Yeah. And Jeff too, my brother and Carrie's brother. Yeah. We... We're just very uh, grateful that you were able to stretch yourself so thin like that and still do such a good job, um, but maintaining a house too. So that was a huge feat. It was, it was a wonderful career. I'm so glad I did it. When I started the shop, I bought a two-year magazine subscription because I figured for the shop because I figured that's as long as I would be working. Well, after 41 years. Well, I didn't keep all the magazines after that long. They got too expensive. <laughs> but, yeah, it was wonderful. Um, I'm so happy I was involved in the beauty industry. Made a lot of friends. Made a lot of people happy. It was a lot of self-gratification, um, taking care of people. Um, yes, it was wonderful. It's a rewarding 
business. It's also crazy too, but yes, definitely rewarding. And, and when you can make people feel good, there's just like no better job than that. So thank you for being on my podcast. I just had to have you first on my show because, uh, without you, I wouldn't be here. And, um, and you remember the, the days long ago of the Dawn show when I was little and yes, when you would stand on the corner with a pretend microphone and put on a show when you're about four or five years old to uh, to entertain the neighbors. So it was long coming. Yeah. Well, I couldn't wait to have you guys on here. Carrie, thank you for being on here. Oh, no problem. It was fun. Listen yes. to mom's stories. Uh, she's always fun to listen to. Okay, guys, that's it for today. Um, hopefully you enjoyed this as much as I did, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.